welcome to the OBSCast, brought to you by the medical students of UCD and CSI. Please note that this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult your doctor if you have any concerns about your health or pregnancy. These podcasts were created in accordance with RCOG guidelines. My name is Emily and in this episode we will be discussing the management of epilepsy during pregnancy. You are the consultant neurologist in a general hospital and are about to see a patient of yours in the clinic. Emma is a 28-year-old teacher who has been living with epilepsy with generalised tonic-clonic seizures for the past 15 years. You know Emma very well as you have met her multiple times in the clinic. Following the initial diagnosis, Emma found it difficult to find the right medication to control her seizures, but is now doing well and has been seizure-free for the past three years. She emailed you in advance of her appointment to discuss her wishes to have a baby with her long-term boyfriend. Hi Emma, it's great to see you today. How have you been since the last time we spoke? It's great to see you too. Um, I've been great, thank you. So I got your email and I'd understand you'd like to discuss the prospect of pregnancy today, is that right? Yeah, so myself and my boyfriend David have been thinking about this for a while now and we couldn't think of a better time just based on where we are at the moment in our lives. I've been looking for a lot of stuff on the internet about it and I was hoping to ask you a couple of questions if that's okay. Of course, I'm happy to answer any questions. It's great you have questions ready to discuss because this will take a good bit of planning ahead and making sure we cover all bases. But many women get pregnant while living with epilepsy, like yourself, and there are plenty of very healthy babies born every day. Oh, that's a relief to hear, actually. I was getting quite concerned about some of the stuff I saw online. I'm taking Lamotrigine at the moment. Should I be switching to another drug? So it is good news that you are happy with Lamotrigine and it is keeping you seizure-free. Lamotrigine is one of the anti-epileptic drugs that is actually considered safe in pregnancy, so fortunately we won't have to change it if you are happy to stay on it. Some women do find, however, that they need a higher dose than normal while they are pregnant. It is also recommended that we keep to as low a dose as we can and avoid using combinations of drugs to minimise the risk of damage to the baby. But we also need you to take enough to avoid a seizure as that may also cause problems for the baby and for yourself. So it will be a bit of a balancing act at the start to find the right dose. After pregnancy, though, most women will go back to the original dose they were on. And what about risks to the baby? I've heard anti-epileptic drugs can lead to permanent damage to the baby while they're still in the womb. Yeah, so some AEDs have been linked to what we call birth defects, where the baby may grow in an abnormal way which can have a significant impact on its organs and could potentially be fatal. The risk of this with Lamotrigine is very low, however. It's more likely with the older medications, such as phenytoin, for example, but I will be also prescribing you a high dose of folic acid, which you should start taking straight away and continue once you get pregnant, and this will be protective against a type of defect known as neural tube defects. We do advise you to take the folic acid for at least three months before conceiving, if possible. Once you start your antenatal visits in the maternity hospital, then you will also be getting an ultrasound scan around the 18-20 week mark, which will usually pick up these harmful things to the baby. Emma, can I ask you, do you drink much alcohol or do you smoke? I've never smoked. I do drink a couple of glasses of wine at the weekend, which I do know I need to stop. Yeah, exactly. As I would say to all women planning on having a baby, it's better off staying away from both altogether during your pregnancy 
as these can have a higher risk of these birth defects I was talking about, just particularly in the combination with any AED medication. So there's a chance I'll remain seizure free during my pregnancy or am I going to have seizures all the time and is my baby going to be affected by this? There is indeed a chance you will remain completely seizure free and will not have to adjust your doses of the lamotrigine too much. A lot of women will report no seizures or else they will experience more than usual. There really is no way of knowing yet. A lot of women find tiredness in pregnancy will provoke a seizure as well as morning sickness. If you have bad morning sickness in the first 12 weeks, this can sometimes give too little time for the drug to work after you have swallowed it. So we will have to come up with a plan if this was to be a problem. If you do have a tonic clonic seizure, there is a small risk this could harm your baby as well, as well as a risk of miscarriage. As you know yourself, when you have seizures, you can fall and injure yourself and this could pose the risk of the baby being injured at the same time. Just look after yourself the way you usually would. Take showers instead of baths, just to avoid putting yourself in any danger if there is a chance of a seizure. Okay, thank you. Also, I was wondering, will I need to have a caesarean? So you will not necessarily need one just because of your epilepsy. If you would prefer to have a vaginal delivery, then it is likely you will be able to. Most women with epilepsy are able to have a vaginal birth. Normally, we would be involved in your pregnancy care with the midwives and the obstetricians. And of course, there are other reasons you may need to have a caesarean, such as if your baby was in a breech position, for example. Just make sure you have as much support and pain relief as possible when you go into labour. Keep hydrated, as there is a small increase in the risk of a seizure happening during labour or afterwards. We tend to avoid painkillers such as pethidine, as these may provoke a seizure as well. We can discuss this more when the time comes to it though, but just think about the support and the people who will be available to you after your baby is born. Can I ask, will your boyfriend be around during the days? He works during the week, but not too far away from the flat, so I'm sure it'll be fine if I need him. Great, so just make sure you will be able to get plenty of rest yourself and minimise any stress. We'll discuss things like feeding your baby sitting on the floor and using shallow baby baths and more of that sort of thing closer to the time. And one more question, can I breastfeed my baby afterwards? Oh, most definitely. Breastfeeding is safe with most ADs and only a minimal amount of the medication will actually pass into the breast milk. Oh, great. Okay, that has really put my mind at ease now. Thank you for telling me. Not at all. And the very best of luck with the journey ahead. We are only an email away if you need us. And of course, the nurse specialist is always a very easy point of contact if you have any concerns or any problems. If you do become pregnant, we'll be seeing more of each other as the pregnancy goes on. But I'll give you a few of these leaflets anyway, just to bring home with you as they may be useful. This podcast was written by Emily O'Hanlon and voiced by Molly Murphy O'Kane and Emily O'Hanlon. Links to the written notes and sources used in this podcast are included in the description. We would like to thank Professor Mary Higgins for her help and expertise in creating this podcast and to Kevin Murphy for allowing us to use his recording studio. Thank you for listening to this episode of OBSCAST. We hope that you found it useful and that you will join us again soon.